Welcome back to Podmore Get Better. Uh, we initially recorded about eight minutes worth of a segment for the Hidden Temple preview, and much like Kevin Lindsay, we had to take a mulligan. That was a <laughs> uh, that was an instant do over. Yeah, so we did the we did the six hole course previews uh, with the big group a couple weeks ago, and I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, um, I think. And the videos that Kevin put out for the, these previews are interesting. Mm-hmm. They're just a uh, little, little slower paced. Uh, and so we are about six minutes in or eight minutes in, and I thought, you know what? This is probably a terrible sounding mm-hmm. podcast. So uh, take two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we've got a, a few impressions of the course because this is the one course we, we hadn't really previewed. Um, so, uh, Will, what were your uh, first impressions of Hidden Temple? Uh, initial thoughts, Hidden Temple, by far, is going to be my favorite course this year. Okay. I think it looks incredibly fun, uh, pretty challenging uh, compared to what we've had. You know, we see scores on Dodge City, Grand Teton, Oakwood. You know, a lot of these courses, like, you got to shoot par rounds every time, and I'm sure Hidden Temple will get to that point. But yeah. in terms of shooting a GT par round, I think you're going to have to be locked down pretty good. Yeah. So uh, in terms of GT par, I think the setup that Kevin played in the first preview, in his first preview video, the par was 29. He shot 28. He had a hole in one, and he had one hole where he dropped two strokes. So uh, the par was 29. I think that there was one hole that he was able to drive that he was surprised he was able to drive. Mm-hmm. That was the first time he really started delving into the mulligans. Yeah. Um, but he was able to get an eagle there. So who knows? I've, I've only seen that tee box. seems like maybe one-third of the time that that one's going to be drivable. So that uh, – and then there was the the hole that we talked – the the one hole we talked about last time was the one that's like through the tunnel. Yes. Uh, um, and I thought that was going to be a drivable par four because, you know, that seems fun to have to hook it through there. Uh, it was not drivable in the setup that Kevin showed. But the teeing area, you can kind of tell what the teeing area is, right? You, we only see one tee box, but you can kind of tell what the teeing area is uh, on these videos. And uh, definitely a very long teeing area. So I think the, there will be setups on that that are drivable. Uh, that looked like a gigantic pain in the butt to try to weave it through that. Uh, weave it through that. My other really big impression. So I, I like you. I think it, mm-hmm. it looked fun. I, if I had to guess right now, I would guess I'd like Monte Zabios better. That was my second choice. Um, but who knows? We've only seen a few holes and a few setups. So um, hole 15 really caught my eye. Uh, <laughs> Why is that, Tony? Because, you know, we were on hole two of the preview video in, in take one before we took our mulligan there. And I said, what's that behind the green? It yeah. looks like an aqueduct. And we've had some fun over the years with... Uh, you know the rant that I went on based on uh, based on the design of hole. You know I really liked my design of the aqueduct hole. I uh, got to weave it through the aqueducts. Maybe sometimes be able to go over. And so I saw that on hole two, and I say, "Hey, it looks like an aqueduct." Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to hole fifteen. They brought that motherfucker. And that back. is just a straight up <laughs> aqueduct. It's like the exact same theme. It's not. It's not literally carrying water like an aqueduct would, but it's the same idea, which is. Sometimes you can go over. Sometimes you're going to have to weave it through the pillars. Uh, that is the aqueduct hole. So um, I'll take my second home edition anytime. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> send that to, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, remodeling our house. So I'll make sure to leave a spot aside for that second home edition. Um, or maybe uh, give it to CJ. He can have a third home edition. Yes, and a golden tea go. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I'll, I'll look for the uh, email there with my shipping address. Uh, 
Yeah, so uh, anytime. Send the tracking number. I expect uh, what, next year we're going to have a, a hole that uh, had, an, uh, had an earthquake, and uh, part of the hole is going to be lower than it used to be. Split fairway, and the, yeah. And a split green. I'm, I'm looking forward to that next year. So, <laughs> so I, I liked it. I, I thought it was a cool preview video. Uh, we're giving him crap because he did take a lot of mulligans. Yeah, but, but he was, was showing stuff. Yeah, I was, had no problem with it. It was just it yeah. made for bad podcast. Yeah, and uh, he definitely showed a couple different options in terms of how to approach a hole, how to attack a green, uh, layup spots, and so forth. I, I thought it was really interesting. I, I like that preview video a lot. So shout out to Kevin Lindsay for doing that because I, I thought it was cool. I think it's fun how leading up to it, as much as we like to give them crap that they don't give us enough, you know, teasers or start leaking out information. It is cool to see them play it. Uh, you know, Kevin. Ke- Kevin's a good player. I think his thing showed he's a 27 handicap. So I mean, he knows what he's doing. He knows right. how to look at holes and approach them in terms of. Unlike Adam Kramer, who's really <laughs> terrible at Golden Tee. Uh, in, in terms of getting a GT par score for each hole, so it was it, it was cool. I, I, I thought it was cool, and to have these little teaser videos come out and so forth. Uh, I, I enjoy them. Well, and then coming in to you know our, our heavy prep work that we do for the podcast, we yes. said okay, we're gonna we're gonna go through these preview videos and watch them live, kind of like we did the last the six hole previews, and then we uh, we fired it up, and none of us had watched them at all, yep. and so we we're coming in blind to them, and uh, fired it up on the on YouTube on the TV here, and it said forty three minutes. I'm like, oh. holy smokes! Yeah, I guess we better change our plan a little bit. But what it actually is is Kevin playing it a couple times through, which is even more interesting because now we see, um, yeah, I mean, he took his time in that first time because he took some mulligans and was showing shots and doing some of that, that special camera work that they can only do on the, on the dev machine. But, um, yeah, we're going to get a couple looks. So I know obviously it would make for bad podcast, but I'm going to watch those when I, you know, probably today, tomorrow. Uh, I know there's at least, at least one more. I think, I think he said they were going to do four over the last week and then uh, one more next week. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll watch them. So I'll, you're, you, you might be sitting on the patio cracking some IPAs. Yeah, that sounds like uh, uh, maybe some headphones. Yeah, so I, as we do on a, uh, each podcast, uh, it's still early. It's only 11 a.m. Uh, we're not part of Team Wisconsin formally, so we haven't started drinking yet. So I'm still on my uh, Green Mountains Mountain Dew right now. Uh, I'm out of mountains. Uh, I had a, I had some pink mountains. I had a vitamin water that I was drinking, uh, but that's gone. So uh, I'm just gonna have to be parched right now. Yeah, and in the background we have Andy Fox double banging games. He, uh, he faster needs- than Paul Luna on that video of uh, Paul Luna yeah. slow rolling the uh, two player games. And uh, in faster than GVK taking a napoid on the couch. But uh, all right, so um, I guess my only other impressions from uh, Hidden Temple. Hole 18 looked pretty easy. Like there was some definitely, like hole six was a drivable par four. It looked way tougher than hole 18. Mm-hmm. Um, there was five par threes. Three of the ones that he, three of the setups that we saw were extremely short. Um, and then I thought hole 17 was pretty fun. He, Kevin was messing yeah. around with the, the six wood first and then a three three hybrid with roll kind of down. And it looked like a fun design hole. Uh, I won't ever hit the three hybrid like he did. I guess with a, maybe a back pin, but uh, I think it's normally yeah. going to be an A-wood or a six-wood. I thought that hole looked pretty cool as well. Uh, and a lot of par fives that aren't real long, tee to green, uh, but there's a bunch of stuff in the way. Yes. And you can take the long way, but then you're looking at a really long second shot. Like a driver three-wood. Yeah. So a lot of there. shortcuts on par fives. I think that was my other impression. 
So yeah, it, it, it was. It looked it, like a fun course, though. Yeah, it was cool because in the video, they uh, when they initially released the 2021 trailer, they kind of had some graphic overlays that said, "Hey, new prize modes coming, new this and that." So they were kind of teasing it. Yep. Kevin talked about that a little in the video. Yeah. Um, uh, what? Uh, so yeah, he he talked about it. There, you know, this was originally a live stream. Yes. Um, and so. Uh, people were asking questions uh, during the live stream, so he would answer some. I think, you know, on, on uh, take one before we got to the video, we we speculated on the on the ship dates. Um, so the Wisconsin first first chance tournament is that first weekend in October. So we thought, well, they probably have some inside information about when the courses are actually being shipped. Little did we know, Kevin had already revealed that in this video. So the uh, commercial side uh, courses are being shipped on the twenty eighth. Right, I think that's, that was the day. Uh, so it's, I'm sure it's that Monday. And then uh, if you have them overnight, you'll have them on the 29th. Um, and then on the home edition side, we're pretty used to like a month delay. Uh, and I, it sounded to me like it was going to be pretty similar this year. Although you know, in the video, he did say they're trying to work to get it uh, maybe a week earlier. You know, get it in the hands of the home edition people uh, a little bit sooner than the, the typical one month delay. So. Yeah, mid to late October is what he said. Yeah, so in speaking about that, he mentioned that for the home edition, it sounds like they might expand your chance to actually win credits, cash, whatever, player account guapoids. Yep. And it sounds like they're going to expand that. He mentioned having new nine hole events and also money shot events for home edition. Yeah, uh, and it, it sounds like it might not be activated right away. They may give it like a month or two, it sounds like, to let everyone get accustomed to the new courses or whatever, but it, it sounded really interesting that they're transitioning this more to the home edition side because it seems like every day I pulled up on Golden Tea Fan on Facebook and there are people who are like, hey, I just got my new home edition. I mean, it, it yeah. looks like home edition it's sales are doing, are doing great, so yeah, kudos. I remember uh, not quite a year ago, so this would have been like November, we were going to do a podcast. And it might have actually been like the preview podcast for um, – for the first uh, remastered course. Okay. And and we had gotten a little tidbit from I don't remember if it was Kevin or if it was Adam. Uh, and it was about a money a money shot event mm-hmm. on the home edition. And I remember them being like, "Look for that. Look for that in the next couple weeks." <coughs> and so I've been looking that looking for that for the last ten months. <laughs> and so it sounds like we're maybe uh, getting closer to that. Uh, so yeah, a money shot home event. I, I feel like. You know, really, ho- the events mode on Home Edition has really taken off mm-hmm. uh, for a, a myriad of reasons. One, it, it's, it's fun. It's, it, uh, it's a good uh, event type or a good event mode uh, on the Home Edition. And also, you know, there's a lot of people playing more at home because of, uh, you know, COVID stuff. Um, but I still feel like they haven't really gone for broke on, on some, like, variations on mm-hmm. the, you know, they've kind of settled into the to a rhythm. Uh, and right now they're giving away the, the free update. Uh, next week is the last week for that. Yep. Um, and so I'm hopeful that they'll start to mess around with it. Like, I think when we were initially talking about events mode on Home Edition, they did vary about they did vary the entry fee a little bit. So one week Correct. it was a dollar fifty, and then it was two, and and they had live contests as well. So sometimes it was a ten person contest, sometimes it was a twenty. We've just kind of settled into this week long thing, which you know has its benefits as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm hopeful that they'll start to mess around with you know different modes. Money shot being one, and and I think they could have a lot of fun with it, and I'm sure they will. I think they just kind of. Um, 
you know, just getting through the pandemic stuff and, and, and then we'll start to mess around with things a little bit more. Yeah, so another one of the things that they had on the overlays on this most uh, recent video for Hidden Temple, and we always like speculation, was simply saying new pins and tees. Now, now, granted, they talk about how usually about six, seven months into the year we get new pins and new tees. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's something they're going to mix up even more, start off with even more, and then release even more. I'm not sure how that's going to go. So... I could go a couple different ways here, and this is why it, it looked like just a nothing mm -hmm. graphic on the bottom, and maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just, hey, new pins and tees, kind of like where we're used to now. But there's a couple ways they could go with it. One is I think it would be interesting, uh, and maybe I don't know who all has to be involved in this, to go back to some of the other older courses that haven't had this halfway through the year tee update and, and mess around with some... You know, some original like kangaroo trail messing yeah. around with some new tee boxes. That would be interesting. I doubt what that. I doubt that's what it is, but I think that would be interesting. Um, kind of freshen up some of the older courses. Well, well, that and all of a sudden that starts incorporating potential Freaky Fridays, Monday mix-ups, whatever things like that. Throwback Thursdays with old school courses you don't play terribly often, unless it's in one of those formats, as well as in home invites or commercial invites. Yeah. And the other that I think is a little bit more likely, but still a little bit far fetched. And what made me think of it is mobile. So GT Mobile right now, mm. you've got, um, you know, we think of the things that you can buy. You can buy gold tees on arcade. You can buy new clubs and new balls. And so, that, uh, and every year with the update, we tend to get a couple different new ball types and a couple different new club sets. Uh, no world champ set this year, but uh, uh, yeah. But what would be interesting? So on mobile, there's gold, gold tees, which are the the best. They give you the most distance and extra loft. Um, but they have silver tees and bronze tees as well. And I think that would be something that it's potentially uh, that they're trying to incorporate into, uh, into a cabinet. Kind of doubt it, but I think it, it's at least worth bringing up as a possibility. Um, and so like the bronze tee, for example, on the mobile side uh, adds like 2 or 3% to your distance. You still maintain your spin, uh, everything, but uh, you, you add a little bit of distance. Okay. Um, and then silver adds a little bit more, and then gold adds uh, even more yet. And, and with, once you use the gold tee, then you can move it around in the teeing zone. So with the silver and the bronze, uh, you can add the distance, but you don't get to move it around. Stay with sure. the gold, okay. you, can, you can move it around. So I think um, it might be a little too complicated for, um, you know, as a, as a new feature on uh, arcade, but who knows? So last thing to come about that I found interesting and noteworthy, maybe you have more things, is that stout balls, of course, were potentially brought up. Yeah. And Kevin, Kevin stated that as of now, whenever that video was shot, so September 3rd probably, yeah. maybe September 4th, guessing it wasn't today, September 5th, since it's a weekend. Uh, well, but it wasn't when, yesterday. You said he had Friday off in the video. Oh, Kevin nice. Lindsay supplemental PTO. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Friday before Labor Day, four-day yeah. weekend, four-month weekend. Who knows what it is. Yeah. So as of when the video was shot, stout balls are, as it stands now, are going to remain the same. He said that could change. Maybe they'll tweak them. Maybe they'll get rid of them. Who knows? But as of now, they're staying in the game as they are for 2021. Yeah, and it was just, I think, they must get that question so much. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, yeah, the way he said it was... Yes, we get that question a lot. I'm not going to say no because, you know, it's clear internally they've talked about it. 
clear to me based on just, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you talk about it? There's so many people clamoring for it. But um, as of right now, it's not happening. But I, I do think it's interesting that he didn't just outright say, no, not happening. Yeah, tough shit. Yeah, he did say if you have questions, instead of tagging Kevin Lindsay, he said to tag Adam Kramer. So it sounds like it goes above his pay grade. Yeah, so and it, definitely when you're emailing Adam Kramer about that or tagging him on a Facebook post, if you include a picture of a really well-maintained lawn and or football field, he'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah. He'll, he'll definitely have a chance to pay more attention to your post. Bonus points that. for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's look at some of the other things. Uh, new ways to play and win. I think we kind of talked about that. Yeah. Um, new nine-hole events. Not sure what that would be. It could be the money shot stuff, but it could be, you know, old school. Throwing it way back yeah. to the Golden T4 Two days. Dollar. With the, uh, the nine-hole, uh, well, in that case, monthly events, but uh, they could no reason it couldn't be daily or weekly. Yeah, monthly nine-hole tourneys. Yeah. yeah, and then for a brief time during live, they did have the uh, – Big prize nine oh, yeah. hole That's for right. two dollar entry fee, so those uh, those were interesting. But that that obviously didn't last long. They brought back closest to the pin. Uh, I know you play that more than me. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I, I did experiment. I don't play much. I know. Yeah, I did experiment yesterday. I played one with uh, the dart balls. I'd never used dart balls. Yeah, those things are interesting. Yeah, they uh, they don't run out. They don't really backspin that much. And when right when they get that first backspin bounce. They take a bounce and it just kind of, it's like Velcro. It's kind of interesting, kind of remind me of some of the mobile stuff where uh, balls don't run out as far. Yeah, the sniper ball just kind of lands on sticks. Yeah. Uh, What else? Let's see. uh, So we're talking about the new courses. There's a little, there's a little birdie floating around that uh, depending on how your vendor is and if you've had a beta unit in the past, it sounds like some beta machines are going to be shipping this coming Monday or Tuesday. So pretty excited for that. Uh, crossing our fingers, we get one here in Minnesota. We've been fortunate enough in the past where we typically have had one. Uh, goodness, the last five, five, six years. Yeah, maybe? at least three. Yeah. At least three years. But I think it's probably that long. Last year we had a few. Um, Cowboy Jacks up in Bloomington. Yeah. A um, little, little bit of a drive, but. but yeah, we, I mean, we. the sooner we get to see the new courses, the better. Obviously, uh, that's a good podcast co- uh, content so yes. uh, we definitely uh, are looking forward to hopefully getting a beta here in Minnesota and uh, and then doing more than just watching Kevin Lindsay play the courses but actually playing them ourselves yeah no no mulligans though no mulligans no that's a IT development tool only yeah so so don't even ask don't even ask so if, but <coughs> I don't I don't know that this is letting the cat out of the bag but uh, Kevin Lindsay on the video did specifically say that he uses a lot of mulligans to make those John Daly uh, real-time rivals games. Mm-hmm. And I think we all kind of knew that, but I didn't know if that was like a, an unspoken secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're ever losing to John Daly, just know it's because they've got the ability to mulligan their butts off until they yeah. get a really nice at, shot. Yeah, at some point, Kevin Lindsay's... And then splice them all together. Yeah, Kevin Lindsay's 37th shot finally went in the hole. And he uploaded it, whatever, you know, data they used to do it, boom, imported. John Daly Jr. just buried you by four strokes. Yeah. Um, Tony, you briefly talked about Summer Swing coming to a conclusion. Uh, right now, being that it's Saturday, we are coming for the home edition side to the end of Summer Swing Week 7. So yep. they've given away six home edition updates. You uh, you got yours, which is very cool. Yep. 
so week seven's winding down. Week eight starts Monday, you know, at midnight, Sunday into Monday at midnight, and it's going to be all whole 18s. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I think I did see Desert Valley, Desert Springs, whatever the hell it's called, uh, is the first hole, the par three. I think the only... Mm. Uh, the only par three closing hole in Golden Tee history, I believe. So it sounds like par will be 35. Um, but th- that'll be interesting kind of tracking the leaderboard and seeing how uh, seeing how that goes off because there's definitely some uh, very good world-class caliber players, home edition players, uh, who have not won an update. And typically I think that update runs like 400 bucks. So I think we'll see some yep. good chasing going on for that. And events mode, again, we're going to have commercial events mode running again. Back-to-back-to-back weeks, I think it is. Three weeks, four weeks. Couldn't tell you. So this current week right now uh, is a break to scoreboard one. A bunch of drivable par fives for the most part. Uh, I think Andy Haas or JoJo, maybe it was uh, Jared Decker. Uh, they were absolutely kicking butt. I've tried it for a while. Uh, tough, frustrating. Uh, to consistently get a bunch of par fives. Yeah, it's the same course that we had um, a few weeks back on the home side. Uh, okay. Same holes, same order. Um, we had a lot lighter winds, so I think um, you know, heavier winds on the commercial side for this event. But but other than that, you know, pretty darn similar. Uh, I'm I'm assuming a Pine Coast hole number four is still 100% not drivable because the correct red tee box issue. Um, and then uh, there was like there was a couple other holes that was like, eh, this is really a drivable par five, but yeah, Bayou Bay can be shut down. Yeah, yeah. Teal Garden. Yeah, one hole. Correct. It's pretty rarely drivable, but well, sometimes there. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that course a lot on the home side. Uh, but uh, that was when I was playing one dollar per round, uh, <laughs> as opposed to the commercial side. And so where it's you know four dollars, five dollars, depending on what kind of situation you have with your vendor. Uh, it was very very easy to convince myself to DNF after hole one, when it was only one dollar. <laughs> uh, not as easy. Although I haven't really played it, but I can imagine I'd be extremely frustrated with hole one being the, uh, what is it, hole 12 on, on uh, Rattlesnake. A yeah. uh, lot of DNFs after hole one, which is actually smart. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to, the hole that's most mess-upable uh, should be early in the round so that people you know, decide to DNF and, and start another one. So, keep, But I can't imagine on the commercial side pumping in 4 or $5 a round only to just keep dumping it out to of hit, bounds on yeah, the first to, hole. Yeah, to hit one shot and just going, oh, that was a good $4 shot. Yeah. It's like me on the daily yesterday, right, Fox? Yeah. So next week's commercial events mode, it's uh, going to have the same prize pool, $2,985. It's going to be a week-long thing. Uh, currently, this week it pays out 60 spots. I guess they'd probably hold it 60 spots as well. And it <clears> sounds like the courses, plural, that they're going to use are the six remastered courses that they've done so far okay so mystic hills pine metal rattlesnake castle shire coral and a missing one i wasn't paying attention bad uh bad prep work on my part but long story short it's going to be the uh six remastered courses from the last three years it's going to be a combination of those holes i think there was only one hole 18 in there if i recall right i'm not sure yeah they they definitely listed out all the holes i didn't really look yeah, if you have the Golden Tee uh, Caddy app, you can go on there, uh, click on the news section, and they posted it yesterday, so Kevin must have been working remotely from home or someone else, and they put a screenshot up of the holes it's going to be, so I'm sure I'll dabble in that a little bit and uh, see where that takes us. 
Okay. Uh, what do we got next here on the uh, on the podcast prep? Uh, I don't know. We we got a couple different things. Uh, one of the fun things, uh, granted that we got football coming in less than a week. I think there's a Thursday night game. Yeah. I think it's Casey and Baltimore, I believe. Is that sure. correct? Sounds Fox, good. is that correct? You're the football expert. Casey and uh, Baltimore. Baltimore, Houston. Baltimore, Houston. Okay, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Doesn't matter. I'll be watching. Yeah. Breaking right. news: Deshaun Watson just signed a four-year contract extension at 160 million dollars, uh, averaging 40 million a year. So he's wrapped up through 2025. Uh, so I know in the past when we've talked about football and gambling, uh, we've called it no whammies. Uh, I, I don't know. We could probably change it up. We could do uh, pick the pricks or the pricks picks. I like I like uh, pick the pricks because what we found is that we're not very good at sports gambling. Yes. And so and what happens is about halfway through the season with these season-long bets, you're feeling pretty good about things. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, all I need is three more wins out of the Chicago Bears. And then you get Mitch Trubisky, so you get, a, you get pricked. <laughs> and so we're going yes. to pick our picks that are going to get pricked. Yes. And so that's what's going on here. Uh, but we all, including Fox, so Fox, this is the segment that you actually get to participate in. Oh. Unless you just want us to tell your oh. top five. Uh, we all picked our top five season-long over-unders. For team wins uh, and a little bit of overlap not too much uh, we d- did this all in secret and then we compared each other's top five lists so uh, I'll go first okay uh, my number five uh, speaking of getting pricked by uh, Mitch Trubisky Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. no that's not gonna work Mitch Trubisky uh, I'm taking Chicago over seven and a half wins Ooh. and the reason for that is I expect they're gonna be about one and three and it's going to become clear that Mitch Trubisky is not the answer. Then they're going to bring in uh, Big Prick Nick. Big Prick Nick, yeah. And he's going to uh, lead that offense to uh, decency. And their defense still very strong. So I'm taking Chicago over 7.5. Uh, most of those coming in the second half of the year. Uh, my number four, speaking of, geez, we previewed this. We didn't even try this. Houston. Uh, does a new $160 million contract lead to complacency? Who's to say? Uh, I'm taking Houston under seven and a half. That's more, and part of that is me feeling like that division is, uh, well, it's not like super strong. It's pretty good. Oh, kiss, kisses on the podcast. The panda just got here. Uh, I'm taking Houston under seven and a half. My number three is uh, Arizona under seven and a half. Also, it's a, it's a, it's a divisional thing. I think their division is, is pretty pretty strong. Uh, and so it, in my mind, it's always a good idea to, to take the under on the team that you think is the worst in the division, especially in this case when it's seven and a half wins. Uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay over nine and a half. Uh, please stay healthy, Mr. Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm taking Tennessee over nine. And oh, one thing worth noting here, some of these lines, so the, oh, the Chicago over seven and a half line, uh, I've got two different sites that I like to use uh, for uh, online wagering. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I, one of them had seven and a half, and one of them had eight. So uh, do your research. I'll take the seven and a half. Yes. Especially since I'm going over. <laughs> uh, flipping over to me, my number five hot over under pick for the year Seattle over nine and a half wins. Uh, grand, their defense isn't what it used to be, but it seems like they get a good amount of primetime games. 
And similar to my number one pick, who I won't out right now, seems like they also get uh, the right side of some calls sometimes. Some home cooking? <laughs> Correct. So Seattle, number uh, number five pick, Seattle, over nine and a half. Number four pick, uh, here's our first crossover, uh, or overlap, I should say. I am also taking Tampa Bay over nine and a half wins. Number three, our other overlay or overlap, Arizona under seven and a half. My number two pick, Cleveland Browns under eight and a half. I, uh, I, I, I just don't think they can do it. And my number one, as much as I despise them, I'm going to take Green Bay going over nine wins. And I, I, I really wish it would get down to an 8-5, so I'll, I'll keep an eye out on that. But I, I think Green Bay just gets so many bogus, stupid calls. There we go. So many primetime games, and I just absolutely despise the Packers. I hate them. Do you I, remember that game when it was like Seattle? I think it was Seattle-Green Bay, and there was like The refs some, didn't know who to give the good who, calls to. Yeah, it was like the, the immovable force versus the whatever else. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and I, you know, I didn't have the Packers in, in mind. But as a Minnesota sports fan, along with you, Will, I totally understand the need to uh, emotionally hedge mm-hmm. by saying I'm going to bet the Packers over their number. And then either way, you either win your bet, mm-hmm. and as a Vikings fan you're sad, or you lose your bet, but as a Vikings fan you're happy. You're absolutely so, thrilled, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a wonderful emotional hedge, mm-hmm. uh, well played. Andy Fox, you happen to know Speaking little- of emotional hedges... You know a little about sports gambling, so why, why don't you take a crack at uh, some NFL yeah. over-unders? Uh, number five for me, they're not going to be in the order that I wrote them down because I almost forgot one. That's going to be number one. Uh, number five for me is the football team. They're going to win more than which, five. Which football team? Well, the Washington football team. Oh, the football team. Yeah. It's kind of like the Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. The when I American heard, football When team. I heard that name, I thought they had to be shitting me. Yeah, that, that doesn't even sound real. <laughs> They've talked about it for years. How, how do you but, not have a backup plan for what your new nickname is when the S hits the fan? Yeah. Well, and I think is it like uh, soccer does this? Like it's called like Minnesota United Football Club. Like mm-hmm. it's, and then eventually they have a mascot of the loon, but the name is the football club. Yeah. So I guess uh, Dan Snyder is going for that that sort of look, at least temporarily. Yeah. I think it could be a troll like. You're, if you're offended by the, the Redskin name, fine. Mm-hmm. We'll just pick a name that you cannot get offended by. Mm-hmm. Could be. Not. Anyways, that front seven on that defense is really good. I think there's going to be a lot of unders, and uh, I think they can squeak out six wins. My next one would be my beloved Vikings, under nine wins. Oh. Emotional hedge. Mm. Absolutely crushing me. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to be very good. Even with the addition of the defensive end from uh, Jacksonville? Yeah, as soon as they learn how to say say his name. What's that? As soon as they learn how to say his name, I'll start believing in him. I think it's Ngakwe or something like that. Mm -hmm. Could be. It turns out that uh, even the really good players on Jacksonville, uh, I don't know how to say their names. Yeah. Because it turns out they don't get a lot of love from the national media, unlike uh, Packers. I think the defense is going to be okay. Not great. Uh, I think our our offense is going to struggle a bit. No stuff on Diggs. We'll get to yeah. that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one would be uh, Cincinnati Bengals over five and a half. Okay. I think that offense is going to be pretty exciting. Joe Burrow's getting some uh, thumbs up from his from the beat writers in Cincinnati. 
Next one, my other beloved team, the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. You have a lot of beloved teams, Bob. If you're being I do. honest. Well, it's, San it's, Diego, San Diego. Not anymore. Not, I don't like oh. San Diego anymore. Oh, yeah? Well, first of all, they're not. You're a big Phil River, yeah. Rivers fan? So is that, your, is that your... Uh... We'll get to him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Buffalo. Josh Allen's the man. Um, I like Diggs on that team. But the number one... With a bullet. With a bullet. The Colts. Over, over nine or nine and a half. I saw you had written down there. Uh if Philip can uh, get one more arm, one more year out of that limp arm, <laughs> do you think? I mean, do you think just, it's possible got that talent everywhere? Yeah. Do you think you think it's possible they win seventeen games this year? I mean, you're a big fan. No. Okay. But you'll just take the over. I bet them to win the Super Bowl. Oh, what were the odds on that? Uh, I bet it right when they signed old Phil. <laughs> like so, like twenty. And I think it was twenty-five or thirty, maybe twenty-eight. Yeah. I can't remember though. I have to look. But yeah. Turns out Fox's sports allegiances uh, are pretty uh, transitory, depending mm-hmm. on where his money is. Yes. Uh, or where Philip Rivers is. He's a national treasure. <laughs> um, so that's our top five picks for NFL over-unders in 2020, uh, starting here in less than a week, because sounds like there's a Thursday game. So excited for that. We also have golf going. Andy Fox, you're a big golf handicapper doing uh, your DraftKings, fan duels, the whole deal. I do love to gamble on golf. Yeah. Uh, yeah took, the, so, took the week off this week, though. Yeah, no big uh, entry fees, only a 30-man contest. Yeah. So 30 golfers in it. Uh, DJ started off two strokes ahead of John Rahm, and then incrementally went down the field with folks being behind uh, heading into the first round. Uh, last week's was pretty <coughs> epic with DJ and Rom going to a playoff. What a finish, yeah. The amazing putts that DJ, well, the putt that DJ made to send it to a playoff, and then first playoff hole, uh, John Rom basically matching him with just an absolutely sick putt. Uh, that was really fun to watch. I was here at the bunker uh, flying solo because all you guys left and went home to watch it. But, yeah, re- really cool. Uh, fun time golf. I mean, we're heating up. I mean, what, what do we have, like five major tournaments here in the next, like, six months or something yeah it's just uh yeah and i think fun. normally you know after this event there'd be a little bit of a lull it'd be the season on the pga yeah, tour fall season. Where, <laughs> fall season where it's all the guys that are have like questionable status money to be made on that season be, yeah um but uh not this year i'm sure there'll be some of that but also yeah. there's a lot of majors coming yeah, yeah fall uh, fall masters so they won't have to do you think the, the azaleas are still in season in November? Uh, I, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they put those suckers on ice for the last, what, six months They or ship them in from South America. Oh, just yeah. Did you say Azalea or Azalea? Azalea. Yeah. <laughs> so looking forward to that. I mean, between we got playoff hockey, playoff football, baseball playoffs will be starting soon. We'll have NFL going on, and then we'll have uh, some great golf tournaments. So, And all of this is, uh, fingers crossed, uh, with sports these days, you never know. Mm-hmm. It could be that we get uh, two weeks into the NFL season, and uh, yeah, you think you think that the NFL is uh, a little dicey. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? Who Kids knows? are back in school. Infection yeah. rate. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? out of the out of the four major sports, football is definitely the concern. I would yeah, think, I think... Uh, basketball number two, and then hockey and baseball probably tied number three. But you know, baseball you're so far apart. You know, base pass, outfielders, you got all that room in the dugout. 
compared to an NHL hockey box where those guys are crammed in there. I and think I, a, I think if basketball can do it, football can do mm-hmm. it. The, I agree. Like I, there's those two have the most contact. So baseball, I think, you know, like Will said, most of the time not a lot of contact in baseball, pretty far apart. And I think the couple early scares with the Marlins and the Cardinals, like showed everybody else, mm-hmm. like okay. I need to be taking this seriously, unless you're Mike Clevenger and and, and Plesak. But, um, but uh, I think they just kind of ramped up how uh, vigilant they were being on, uh, you know, keeping COVID down. And, and baseball's done pretty well over the last month, not having uh, outbreaks and stuff like that. And, and if there is a, a case or two, immediately kind of shutting down the series. Uh, I I think the really interesting thing about this baseball season has been, like yesterday, for example, well. Uh, they delayed a couple of the games last weekend. Twins were playing at the Tigers, and uh, and they delayed the first one because of the um, you know the um, the the uh, shooting the, death the, the, the shooting civilian. death. But the yeah, but then the um, you know, all athletes decided to sit out for the, the day or two to make a statement on that. Uh, but then the second one was weather related, so they made it up with one doubleheader. All this is to say yesterday the Twins-Tigers played a doubleheader in Minnesota and one of them was a Twins home game and one of them was a Tigers home game mm-hmm. uh, because baseball's like, hey, we just got to make it work. Mm-hmm. And that's like, like, I feel like sometimes sports leagues are so beholden to tradition and getting everything exactly equal. Uh, we know in football things aren't equal because uh, the Packers get all the calls. But <laughs> yep. in this case, the, NF, uh, the Major League Baseball is just like, hey, we're just doing what we can. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going to... They're moving around the schedule. The twins, the twins play a doubleheader against the Cardinals next Tuesday, and then they have two days off. And they, they and because the Cardinals need to make up a gum, bunch of games, it's like we're just winging it. And I like that. Yeah. Well, what worries me about it's football tough to do is with football. You can't, you can't play a doubleheader in football. <laughs> right. And and there's so much more contact in football, and so many more people than a basketball team. Whereas like if one guy on a football team gets it, it's going to likely yeah. to spread pretty quickly. Um, whereas. Uh, less, a little bit less so on basketball. Yeah. We'll see. Um, we will. Uh, we'll, uh, the bets will be placed, and uh, if they have to be uh, canceled out, then uh, so be it. Yeah, so, so today we don't have Al Jazz here. We don't have CJ here. Uh, apparently, with the state fair being canceled, his family got a state fair pass. Very exclusive, very limited edition. He got to drive through the Minnesota State Fair yesterday with his family to still partake in food uh Food activity, because that's the big thing with the state fair. At least for me, is the food. Yeah. Uh, you know, other there's other stuff that's interesting, but uh, the food is is good. Uh, so they did like a drive-through for all the food vendors, yeah. all the most famous food vendors. Yeah, similar to how we ranked our uh, over/under football bets in terms of our one through five. It sounds like CJ placed food as priority number two because you know what took priority number one. Sounds vodka. Like, uh, sounds like vodka, crooks, all that. So uh, we have updated the wheel of excuses uh, for CJ not making it here today. We Spin think- the wheel, Fox. Let's accept any result. Mm. Diabetes shock with state fair cookies. Oh, yeah. He's well, that's that the the number one with a bullet food for me at the Minnesota State Fair is Sweet Martha's Cookies. Mm-hmm. And they give them to you in a bucket. And the a bucket, literal bucket it, with a handle. Yeah, and so think of a bucket that's a little bit smaller than like a, a gallon uh, ice, ice cream, cream thing. Yeah. And they 
and they put them, they fill up your bucket, but then they, it's like a challenge for them mm -hmm. to see how many they can like Jenga on top yeah. of the bucket. So you almost get two buckets worth. Yeah, it's like fries at McDonald's. They're just overflowing. Yeah, and so CJ literally did get two buckets. He got two overflowing buckets, and so uh, I'm worried that he uh, he might be in diabetic shock from how much sugar he probably had yesterday because mm -hmm. those cookies are incredibly good and impossible to stop eating. Yeah, very good. Um, what else do we got here? Let's see. Uh, just a couple just a couple talking points left. Uh, we're only 40 minutes into it, so that's good. We're going to keep it on under the hour uh, trigger mark where we got to cut it off. So I think that's sitting good. A uh, lot of people are streaming. We got the mouse streaming, CJ streaming, Trash House Gaming streaming, Skipper Horner streaming. Uh, I think we got a bunker stream set up, which is uh, fairly exciting, you know, because I think most of the streams are simply home editions. I know McCook has done some uh, streaming out on commercial units, so you can actually see where people are placing in prize play games or if he's playing the daily or whatnot. So we've done a couple test runs, I think just two. Uh, I'm not too tech savvy. So I'll probably have uh, CJ or his roommate, uh, you know, play around with it a little, but should have a should have a decent uh, bunker stream going so we can try to do, you know, whether it's Freaky Fridays, daily contests, events, money shot, the whole deal. But uh, that kind of leads into the next thing here uh, in terms of streaming, because if I can't go to a tournament, I for damn sure want to watch parts of it on a stream. I'll tell you that, Tony. Yeah. So uh, coming up, you know, obviously this year we've had – a lot of tournaments canceled. Most of the PEGT events haven't uh, been able to take place. Worlds wasn't able to take place. Uh, still doing the delay thing on the PEGT events, the unknown of that. Still haven't heard word on Worlds. Uh, at this point, I'm just assuming it's gonna be kind of next spring. Uh, but we do have a tournament coming up and that's the Carolina Clash. Uh, South Carolina was going to be hosting a PEGT event. Uh, that one got canceled, postponed, whatever you wanna call it, uh, but the uh, the guys down in Carolina, South Carolina are still putting on a tournament, uh, and that's the Carolina Clash. And uh, I don't know what the date. What are the dates on that, Will? Uh, goodness, I want to say it's the same weekend as the first release. It's going to be the first look tourney because this is okay. basically taking over for not in Vegas. That was down in Richmond, Virginia. So this is kind of going to yep. be a nationwide first look tour. Um, yeah. So event. so we got the. Carolina Clash that weekend at the like you said the the first look tournament that the that uh, the guys in Wisconsin put on uh, that same weekend so uh, and that one's handicapped um, a little bit more casual than a typical PEGT or large tournament like the Carolina Clash so you know if you're in Chicago and want to uh, hang out and play the new courses definitely a not too bad of a drive for you uh, I think there'll probably be a couple guys from Minnesota that are going to go yep. um, so uh, I know you you went last year yeah time. Uh, did CJ, CJ go? Uh, last year it was myself and CJ and the panda who went. Uh, How'd you shoot panda? Did really well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she she didn't play. She uh, she was very happy with the fact that we probably spent more on gas money getting there than the booze. They yeah. uh, they are known for their one dollar and one dollar and fifty cent beers all weekend. People ordering thirty packs at a time. <laughs> L literally. A 30-pack, they grab a 30-pack out of the refrigerator and guys just set up on the table. Pretty insane. Uh, so CJ is actually going to be at the Carolina Clash, I think the lone Minnesota representative. So it looks like Al Jazz is trying to step up to take his place. So it may be myself, the Panda, and Al Jazz riding together. And I also saw that Luke signed up. So I think oh. Luke's going to roll out there. I don't nice. think I can really uh, fit four people in my car because the Panda likes to spread out across the back and Al take Jazz her naps. Big. 
Yeah. Gonna yeah, Aldaz will have the front seat. You'll have the back seat. Uh, so I don't know if Luke's going to make it or not. He he hasn't been to any tournaments for a long time. I think Worlds two or three years ago was his last tournament, yep. as far as I can recall. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, if that I don't think we have anything else. We've we've speculated as much as we can on the new courses. Uh, we've now talked about all five, kind of our first impressions of those. Uh, we're hopeful that we'll get uh, a um, a beta machine here in Minnesota in the next in the next week or so. And uh, then uh, that'll obviously be a need for a not only a uh, a podcast but potentially a stream as well if we uh, it can could, get it here in the bunker. Yeah, it could be the first Podmore Get Better video stream we've kind of talked about in the past. Uh, could be kind of interesting, but to walk people through on a uh, first look cycle, if possible, would be fun. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if we can make the transition. Uh, to doing video podcasts or vlogs or whatever the hell they're called nowadays. But, yeah, if we end up with a beta machine here and uh, the technology we have at our disposal here in the Podmore Get Better Studios, I think we'd uh, definitely try to bring something to everyone to share it with them. All right. Well, with that, uh, Andy, thank you for your insights. Hey, uh, Will, thank you for your insights. Uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, getting back on a rhythm with these podcasts as, you know, this time of year we start to get mm-hmm. more and more content. Hell yeah. uh, sometimes it's tough to do a podcast if there's nothing to talk about. So yeah. uh, if there's stuff to talk about, we're always willing to do a podcast. Uh, hopefully we'll do this again soon. So, all right, with that, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll talk soon.